Episode 65 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. What's my life calling? How to find your calling when you don't know what you want. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast, where we're dedicated to helping you pursue your dream of having an online personal brand business. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business personal brand coach in the U.S. And maybe you're making that later in life decision to prepare for retirement and you, you want to start now so that when that time comes, you'll have a new source of income you can really rely on. Whatever the reason you're tuning in for, you're here, welcome. Uh, I hope that this show offers enough value for you so that you'll subscribe, follow, so that you don't miss any episodes. So let's dive in. Some people could go their entire life or at least a few decades uh, working in a career path that was either chosen for them or it was just something that they ended up into for one reason or another. They may be in healthcare or finance or in some sort of law enforcement or legal capacity. Whatever it is, you might be finding yourself in a career path that wasn't really what you expected when you were younger or even 10 years ago. And now, later on in life, you're wondering if there's a better path. You're wondering if there's still time for a change into something that makes you feel like it's a much better fit for you and for your life. Is there something that you could be doing that fits like a glove? Now, since this podcast is all about starting an online business, I'm, I'm going to assume that the topic of finding your calling and starting a business are one and the same, because it can be, and it should be. You shouldn't be investing your time and energy and hard-earned dollars into something that isn't fulfilling for you and for those that you're serving in your business. Now, in the last episode, I talked a little about getting there from here, and here we are again dealing with the same thing, but in a different way. How do you transition of what we're doing into something that we truly love that will make us feel fulfilled? What's your one true calling? It's a simple little question, isn't it? Which is why it's so appealing. If we all really do have one true calling, then the secret to having a fulfilled life is as simple as finding and pursuing that calling, right? But what if you don't know what your calling is? What if you aren't even sure you have one? And is there only one? It can be tempting to treat callings like the perfect pair of jeans. Try on enough of them and eventually one's going to fit you exactly right. And so we hop from job to job or even business to business, searching for, you know, that one that'll finally show us once and for all uh, what we're put on this earth to do. Uh, Not only is that exhausting, it can leave us feeling more lost and confused than we were before. But maybe we're looking at from the wrong perspective. Maybe we have it backwards. Maybe we aren't meant to find our calling at all. Maybe our calling was meant to find us. So as a Christian, I'm going to assume that there's a a bit of a spiritual component to this topic, okay? If you have no idea what 
you're calling is this could be good news for you. It, it means you can give yourself permission to stop searching so hard. It does not mean giving up on the possibility of a fulfilled life and business venture. You're probably not going to find your calling by looking for it, but there are things you can do to help your calling find its way to you. Some people seem to know from birth what they're meant to do. They live and breathe this one thing, and it's so obvious to them. Maybe it came from their upbringing and their parents, or maybe they were just able to figure it out on their own through high school or college courses. But most of us don't, and that's okay. Callings aren't an all-or-nothing deal. You might go through different seasons and feel different callings at different times in your life. So rather than ask yourself, what's my one and only true calling? Try asking instead, what's the calling for me right now? And see where that leads you. The key here is to do the thing that really brings you joy in life. Not just happiness, but real joy. There is a difference. Joy is a powerful emotion. What brings you joy? Do more of it. <laughs> do that. When we do the things that bring us deep joy, the callings have a way of showing up too. But remember now, we're, we're talking about finding our calling in the business realm too. We've got to keep in mind that from a business perspective, we need to make some significant money doing what we love to do as well. There's a marriage between the two concepts here of doing what we love to do and making good money doing it. So what problems do you see in the world that stands out and frustrates you? What, what's that thing that drives you crazy? And what about it do you want to fix or make better? Make friends with that frustration. Get curious about it. Follow it. And, and don't be surprised if a calling pops up somewhere along the path. Now, remember what I said before in episode 24 last year about the three critical steps to gain clarity. Asking three key questions. What ticks you off? What breaks your heart? And what big problem are you trying to solve? I got those three questions from Mike Kim a fantastic uh, branding and business coach. These questions will also help you to find your business calling as well. A calling can be a funny thing, though we seek it because we long for meaning and focus in life. We want to know why we're here and what our lives are supposed to be all about. And sometimes we start down a path looking for our calling just to get rid of the pain of being in life's limbo, so to speak. But I don't know of any calling that showed up fully formed, complete with an action plan and due dates. The callings come to us in hints and traces, steeped in possibility, uncertainty, and even self-doubt. But when possibility presents itself, don't jump into action right away. Stay open. Give it some time to show you what it could be. As you think about those three questions and the answers to them, remember that callings don't only show up in our careers. If you feel called to speak or paint or make music or write a book, do it. But only after you're convinced that this one thing hits that sweet spot in your life. Afraid to fail at your calling? Well, I'd say your chances of success are a lot higher now that you've found your calling. My wife was convinced that she was going to go into research when she was in college, but after being a teacher's assistant for a little while, she knew that teaching was now her calling. 
and she's been very successful at it as well. I didn't know how much I would like to do coaching or consulting until I spent a couple of years helping an executive director of a nonprofit organization through a tough transition. I didn't know how much I'd like to write until I dug in and started writing. So now I can crank away on the keyboard and create content that helps people with their small business journey. But also I try my hand at writing something completely different just to see how it would go. A children's story. Because I'm a grandpa and I like to write. So I gave it a shot. Now, even though it came out pretty well, I also know that writing children's stories isn't in that sweet spot for what I'm supposed to be doing. But I know that now, because I tried, I ventured out a little bit and wandered off the path uh, just a little bit to see how it would go. I'm glad I did it, but I'm also glad that now I have more confirmation of the path that I'm supposed to stay on. So how do you tell if that thing you're thinking is your calling is actually a calling and not just a whim? We're all put here with different personalities, passions, and skills. If you feel called to make art, then you were put here to make art. If you feel called to write, build, design, speak, or be in research, then you were put here to do just that. With all the possibilities out there in the world, and especially living in the United States, it can be hard sometimes to make sense of what your true calling is and what's simply a fleeting desire or whim. Desires and whims are important, and can be an excellent tool in guiding you towards what you needed next in your life. But it's important to distinguish between the two. A whim is more of a sudden or impulsive idea. A calling is more of a vocation, a profession, or a trade. So how do you tell the difference between a calling and a whim? Well, a calling is magnetic and all-consuming. Callings draw you toward them. They start as a tiny nagging thought or a feeling, then begin to consume your mind and drive your everyday life. They can't be ignored. You'll feel a sense of urgency and a strong inclination to follow a calling, whereas a whim is usually fleeting. Whims are impulsive and might feel as though they've come out of nowhere. Callings stay deep inside of us, stirring and growing over time, until they simply can't be ignored. Ignoring a strong calling will leave you feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, and very discontent with your life and career if these things are out of alignment. The core focus of a calling is always present. If you feel called to care for animals, build things, care for people, whatever it is, That'll always drive you, regardless of how you choose to act on it. It won't go away. Whims, on the other hand, can vary a lot. There may be times you feel a desire to be active and experimental, stepping out of the comfort zone, as I talked about in episode 41, while other times you might feel the opposite. Those feelings are great and important, but they're also temporary. Callings are about contributing to the world. Whatever you feel called to do, all callings are about contributing to the world to make it a better place through your words, your actions, your presence, or whatever you create. This is why they matter. 
Your views, experiences, voice, and ideas are meant to be shared, and your calling will have a unique perspective and identity to it. Your calling is as unique as you are. Whims are more selfish and focused on you, what you feel, the desire, or need to do for yourself at the moment. Achieving some sort of feeling, experience, knowledge, or connection, whims feed and fuel us, but they're narrow by nature. So what's calling you? What drives you and everything you want to create in your life? What's that thing that matters most to you? So let's spend a little time uh, now talking about what callings are not. I'm called to teach or I'm called to code computer games. You know, maybe you've heard somebody say something similar to that to explain what they want to do with their life. And we just went through some characteristics of what a calling is, but now I think we should go over a few things of what your calling is not. Your calling is not for you. No doubt each person is called and gifted individually, but a true understanding of calling recognizes that we're called not just for personal gratification, but for the good of others. This others focus flies against the individualistic and self-interested spirit of our age. As I said a little while ago, your calling is about contributing to the world. Rather than asking what will make me the most money and give me the most status, we should be asking how can I use my existing abilities and opportunities to help others. But we need to be careful not to confuse our job with our calling. While for some, the two are intertwined, like the role of a pastor of a church, callings can often encompass a broader realm, like the good of society or family or church. Some people find their callings in spheres other than the workplace. My daughter and daughter-in-law, who turned down jobs so they can devote themselves to their children, are examples of that. The independently wealthy man who doesn't need to work, so he devotes himself as a concerned citizen and volunteers with a nonprofit organization, and the list can go on and on. Young or old, weak or strong, successful or unemployed, we're each able to fulfill callings to care for others and make the world a better place. So practically, one simple way to discover your calling is to figure out how you can best serve others with the gifts and abilities God has given you. Number two, your calling is not from you. I just got done t- talking about how your calling is not for you. Now I want to talk about your calling is not from you. Now, we don't choose our callings by definition. We're called to them. And as a Christian, I'm of the perspective that God calls us. We don't call ourselves. Of course, there is a human element in all we do. We plan our ways, but God establishes our steps, but it's in the forward motion of our efforts and what we're doing that God makes the calling clear. We find our callings by and in serving others, and we fulfill our callings as others fulfill theirs. The executive director of a nonprofit, Freshwater Friends, found his calling by just making the decision with his wife to raise enough money with his friends to have a water well installed for an impoverished village. After he saw how quickly the money was raised and how soon the well could be installed, he decided to do it again for another well. 
It's from this experience that Freshwater Friends was born into an official nonprofit organization, and now with over 160 wells installed to date over the past few years. He had a deep desire to help people that needed it and found his calling in the midst of that effort. Number three, your calling is not future tense. So look at your life. Your calling could be whatever your life consists of right now, but only the things that are of good value. God has placed you in a family, in a neighborhood, and hopefully in a church. Rather than worry about what's next and try to figure out the future, we can usually find our calling in the present situation. There's nothing wrong with godly ambition or planning for the future, but in all that, make sure the emphasis is on faithfully serving God where you are until it's clear, whether through a shift in desires, input from others, or a change in circumstances, and usually a combination of these three, that he is calling you to something else. But if you're not quite sure yet if you're currently in your calling, maybe you're doing what you're called to do and you just don't know it. Is that possible? Well, here are a few signs that you might not be doing what you're called to do. And then in a bit, we'll talk about some signs to prove that you've found your calling. You don't feel fulfilled. If you simply don't feel fulfilled, you're not living out your calling. Fulfillment is a feeling that stems from doing meaningful, purposeful things. Now, of course, life has its share of boring tasks and even boring days, but if every area of your life makes you feel unfulfilled, it's time to ask God to reveal your calling to you. You feel stuck. So similar to feeling fulfilled, but yet distinctly different. You, if you feel stuck, you know that you want more from life, but don't have clear direction. You feel that you're not living according to God's purpose for you, but you can't put your finger on what's making you feel this way. You may feel trapped or unsure. So if you want to now confirm that you're in your calling, there are some signs you can look at that'll make it obvious that yes, you've found your calling. It's what you love to do. It's what you're good at. It's something that makes a difference. Sometimes it feels like it's what you were put here on this planet to do. Finding your calling unlocks a brand new level of passion and purpose. There's a chance you've already found it. You just might not have realized. Your actions match your plans. You make big plans and then you carry out the actions to match. There's no disconnect between those lofty plans you have for yourself and the actions that follow every day. When you define your big plans, you also make the small preceding plans that you know will get you there. You're excited with every part of the process because they're all leading to you to fulfill the vision you have for your life and your place in the world. You reach a state of flow. You sometimes lose hours, you know, doing what you're doing. Uh, my, my wife does that uh, frequently. You, you begin to get into it, and then you're in this state. You, you feel like you could just continue forever. You, you don't want to be interrupted. You want to focus. You want to improve and complete the task in front of you, all toward the master plan. Every little task gets you closer to the master plan. Somehow, you can just keep on going. 
you're creating a masterpiece and it's all falling into place. You can't be deterred. You wake up each day just raring to get going and convinced of your journey. Other people have different plans for you. Other people don't understand, but they don't get to choose because you know what you need to do. You don't need a pep talk to get you motivated and to get you into action to perform. And you don't need to be hyped up to get moving forward. You're self-motivated and it comes easy. You suspect you're on to something. When you think of the future of where this might lead, you feel unwavering confidence. You're onto something and you know it. Maybe others don't yet. Whatever you're doing, you know it has huge potential. You know you're getting closer to its potential every day. You know it's soon to change the world in a big way. Whether it's a difference you're about to make for others or the examples you're going to set when you're unleashed on the world, it's coming and you can feel it. And finally, you're happy. If this was your life until the day you died, you'd be satisfied. You'd leave the earth knowing that you gave it your all, you did what you were put here to do, and you fulfilled your potential. What you do makes you happy. It adds value and is useful to others. Only your calling will take you there. So have you found your calling or should you keep looking? Be honest with yourself and work it out. You may be doing it right now and just looking at it wrong. You may be on the brink of finding it, but you're just one change away. Find your calling and your world changes. If you're wondering if it's too late to start, it's never too late. If you're alive today, then you've got some time to figure it out. Well, Tom, what if I was in my calling, but I blew it? Well, why did it not work out? Was it really your true calling? Maybe you need to reevaluate. Friends, if you're looking for your calling, it's out there. It's in you. I found mine. I know you can find yours as well. Well, friends, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And if you can go to the end of the show notes, you'll find that link to rate the episode or ask a question or put in a comment. That'd be great. I really want to hear from you. And don't forget the resources that I have at tomclaremont.com slash resources to just free resources for you to help you get started on your small business journey. So once again, always like to end by saying, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.